I was struggling this morning. I was struggling this morning. And when I was going out the door on my way to service, God started talking to me. God, God started talking to me. And he started telling me, you know, hey, everyone sees me as God, sovereign, father, great, holy. But the true essence of who I am hasn't really been embraced by religion. Religion sees me as the deity, as the one seated upon the throne, and I am. But what hasn't been really taken to heart, in essence, is that I am Father. Father in every sense of the word. And then he started going through the attributes of a father. And he said, notice when you pray, you pray like you have to beg me for something. You pray, Lord, help, Lord, please, please, Lord, help, Lord, please, please, Lord. Like I'm a father that doesn't know how to provide for my children. Like I'm a father that has to be, has to be begged just to do what is right. He said, maybe it's the problem that you don't see me as that. Maybe you don't really internalize and, and you don't really see me as a father that's caring, that knows your need before, I, before you ask for it. Maybe you don't see me as the one who's already made a plan to take care of you. I didn't wait till you got to the place of your need. I prepared knowing the need was coming. And, and you panicked and you and you didn't realize that I'm with you. I'm, I'm that father that's with you. I am the father that never sleeps watching my children. I am the father that watches over you as you sleep. I am the father that sits at your bedside. I'm the father that cares for you when you are sick. I'm the father who provides for you when your need comes. I'm the father who protects you from the wolves and the enemy. I'm the father that covers you even as you drive down the road, even as you take the bus, as you take the Uber or the train. I'm the father that makes sure that you get from your one destination to your destination intact. I am a caring, loving, giving, wonderful father. And God started to talk to me today, Merle. God started to tell me, son, you don't have to beg me. You've got to believe me. You don't have to beg me. You've just got to pray believing me. You've got to know what I've promised and you've got to know my heart toward you. Yeah, don't, don't, don't just know me as seated upon the throne. Know my heart, son. Know my heart. God does sit in grandeur. God does sit in majesty. God does sit in power. And for the, and for the demonic hosts, they need to know him as terrible. For the demonic powers, he is terrible. He is the God that will terrorize the demons. He is the God that will trample on the head of the enemy. He is the God that will pull down strongholds. He is the God that will burst the gates open. He is the God strong and mighty. He is the God mighty in battle.
The demons have a reason to fear. The devil has a reason to tremble. But we, the sons and daughters, we, the sons and daughters, have been given the privilege not the invitation the privilege because my father didn't have to invite me in my home I was privileged to be able to walk in anytime y'all don't hear me my father never had to invite me because there was a privilege just by my name being McClurkin to be able to come into the household and have whatever it is that was in the house. We are not invited by God. We are privileged as sons and daughters to come boldly. I'm trying to reach somebody. To come boldly before the throne of grace that grace is for me that mercy is for me he's already got it planned out it's already apportioned to me <laughs> and knowing that I can boldly come before the throne of grace and I can obtain mercy mercy it's mine by right mercy it's mine by his grace mercy and he, he'll give me grace in the hour of my need. He's a good father. He's a good father. He provides for his children. His children don't have to suffer lack. His children don't have to suffer loneliness. His children are never uncovered. His children are always protected. He even went as far as giving us an escort. You don't hear me. He's such a great father. He's given us a, 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 an escort. He's given us secret service. The angels of the Lord. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. He's got, you, you got secret servicemen. The angels of the Lord in camp round about. Those that fear God. We have a father who is all provision. He is a provision God. He gives us. He said, you, you, you failed to really, really see me in that dynamic. I hear your prayers and I hear you begging. And I hear you. I hear you. You are, you are desperate, but not so much for me. You're desperate for me to help you and you don't know I'm desperate to help you. I've already started the help before you asked. Remember Daniel when Daniel set himself to pray <laughs> and it took three weeks to get an answer. Hallelujah. It took three weeks to get an answer and finally Gabriel comes down and talks to, to, to Daniel and says and gives him an answer and says the reason why we were held up for three weeks is not because God didn't answer your prayer till three weeks. He sent us with an answer three weeks ago. But it got held up in the battle as Satan.
tried to stop us from getting this word to you. And I had to call on Michael. I tell you, you got a whole brigade on your side. I had to call on Michael to join the fight. Michael and the boys are up there holding them back and I brought this message to you. But the before you, when you bent your knee, God sent a word. As soon as you bent your knee and cried out, your father was on the job. Never doubt, never doubt the power, the provision, the care of your father. Never doubt. Never doubt. He is the father. He is. Remember, for unto us, a child is born. For unto us a son is given. And the government shall be upon his shoulders. And his name. <laughs> and his name shall be called specifically the wonderful counselor. The mighty God. The everlasting meaning that he never stops he never gets tired he's never an absentee father the everlasting father the prince of peace y'all don't hear what I'm saying he is a father that never stops and Jesus said this in Matthew 7 and 7, he said, ask him, ask, and it shall be given, because he's your father. He won't give you everything you want, but he will give you everything you need, according to his will. See, some people, some people read this, and they get confused, and they, they confuse him with... Uh, you know, with a genie in the lamp. You read this without balance and you think that God is supposed to give you everything you ask for. But in the book of 1 John, the fifth chapter, hallelujah, John, who was there when Jesus said this, John simply said, he said, and, and, and this is the confidence that we have in him, that if we ask anything, the caveat, according to his will. This is the same John that was, when, in, 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 that was in the company of Jesus as a disciple when Jesus said, ask. He said, if we ask anything according to his will, he hears us. And we know that if he hears us, then we will have the petition that we've asked. <laughs> Jesus says, ask and it shall be given. Seek and ye shall find. What a wonderful father. Knock and the door shall be opened wide unto you. For everyone that asks receives. You will receive an answer one way or another if you ask. Everything you ask will not get the yes. It may, you may receive a no. <laughs> 
Don't get disappointed when God says no, because I want you to understand that uh, being a father gives you a sense of sovereignty. Every human father has a sense of sovereignty. Every human father has a sense of sovereignty, has an essence of sovereignty. That the child can come and say and ask for whatever, but if the father says no, that no is not questioned. At least not in my generation. There was a consequence to the question. If you, if, you, if you said, if you said, Daddy, can I have, and he said, no, there, there was no going back to him and say, why can't, no, no, no. You might get why can't out, but you could never finish that sentence. Yeah, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm sorry, that's, that's the era I come from. We were children that were under obedience to our parents, and... And if my father said no, there was a sense of sovereignty that you could not question him. Well, that's abuse. You need to free your children up to be able to say what they think. No, 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 no. You get that when you become old enough to pay your bills. <laughs> you get that when you're old enough to go out on your own. But when you're in my house, you don't question what I say and you do what I say I'm, I'm, I'm sorry I'm tired of disappointing some of you young people here but that's the way that it goes in the olden days when there was order that's the way that it goes yeah when you were when you, when you were raised with a father in the house that's the way that it went amen there was a sense of sovereignty and if that child that asked the father and he said no, that child went back to the siblings, what did daddy say? He said no. And everybody just went about their merry way because they knew not to go back to him and they knew that it wasn't going to change. Not in his house. In our father's house. It is the same thing. In our father's house, his yes is yes. And his no is no. And there is no questioning him because he is sovereign. You got to learn how to have this relationship the real way. It's not about pounding your chair while you're on your knees and, and God give me and God touch and God help and God heal. You got to seek his will. You got to find out what he planned. Y'all don't hear what I'm saying. You got to find out what he planned. Daddy, can I go someplace? No, I planned to take you here. And that meant all my plans had to cease. Because if Donald had a plan, that means my plans were nothing. Y'all don't hear what I'm saying. If I, I, I plan to go down to Scotty's house and I plan to play with Bugs and Ricky and Daddy, I'm going down the street. No, you're not going down the street. You're going to so-and-so. We're going here. And that's the way that it went. There was no, can, can I go and tell them I ain't coming? No, they'll know you're not coming when you don't get there. Amen. And in this house called holiness, in this house called holiness, he is the father. He is the good father. And whatever he said, it's going to be exactly that. So I can rest assured that he will take care of me. Even if I don't like what he chooses to do, 
he will take care of me and I don't have to agree with him he will take care of me and if I act up too much he'll chasten me but he will take care of me he will not have me beg for what he's already promised he will not have me beg for what he's already got in store he has a plan I don't hear anybody he has a plan and his plan is to prosper me his plan is to bring me into good success if I obey if I obey if I yield to him if I trust him with my whole life I will succeed I will endure I will overcome somebody give God praise right here I got about three more minutes. I'm gonna take about 10. God has already put a plan in action before we came on this earth. He knew, knew we were coming. I feel like a preacher today. Knew we were coming and he put a plan in place. In Ephesians, the, the first chapter. Hey, God help. In Ephesians, the first chapter, starting from about the second verse, it simply, come on, help me, Bobby. It simply says, Grace be unto you and peace from God our. Grace be unto you and peace from God our. Grace be unto you and peace from God our and from the Lord Jesus Christ. Come on, help me here. Blessed be the God and of our Lord Jesus Christ who, who blessed us with all, with some, with most. A father gives you what you need in totality. Hallelujah. He blessed us with all spiritual blessings in heavenly places in Christ. Come on here. He did it according as he has chosen us. Wait a minute. My father started working on my behalf before I got here. According to as he has chosen us before the foundation of the world, before let there be light, before the division of the waters from the waters. I don't hear anybody here. Y'all don't hear what I'm saying. That before he opened his mouth, he already thought of me. I was in him. God was pregnant with me in him before the foundation of the world. He's a good, good father. According to how he's chosen us in him, while we were in him, while we were in him, while we were in him, he chose us while we were in him, he knew us while we were in him, he planned it while we were in him, before the foundation of the world was laid. 
I'm just trying to get you to understand how this father works. According as he has chosen us while we were in him before the foundation of the world was laid and he chose that we should be holy it wasn't my choice it was his choice I came to him because he came to me we had no plan of salvation we had no plan to serve him he chose us even before we knew him he chose us even before we repented he chose us even before we bowed our knee I'm saved because he chose me boy somebody should have thought that Because God chose me. He's a good, good father. Before the foundation of the world that we should be holy and without blame before him in love. Come on, verse 5. Having predestinated us. He destined us before. He destined us before. Predestinated. Meaning he put our destiny in place before we got here. He put July 14th, 1969 in place before I got there. That was the day I accepted him and found out that he had already accepted me. Y'all are missing this. You think you came and found the Lord? You didn't find the Lord. He was never lost. He found you. He chose you. Millions didn't make it. You know how that goes. Millions didn't make it. I was one of the ones who did. Because he chose me. God help me. Having predestinated unto adoption as children by Jesus to himself he adopted us adoption is when you go and choose a child Adoption is when you go take a child out of a homeless situation and you bring them into your home, not as a foster child, but now as your child. You give them your name. And once they get your name legally, they have every right and privilege as the biological.
He writes this to the church of Ephesus because they were Gentiles. They were not of the, 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 the household of Israel. They were not considered to be Abraham's seed even though we all are. And so he has to write to the church of Ephesus and tell them, you got every right that everybody else has. For God has come and adopted you. Adopted the children by Jesus to himself. Through Jesus, you have every right and privilege. You are heirs of God and joint heirs with Christ. He is your father. Adoption to, by Jesus to himself according to God's good pleasure and God's will. It was God's pleasure to call us his children. It was God's pleasure to reveal his will to us. He wants us to see him as father. I must end here. He wants us to see him as father. He wants us to believe him as father. He wants us to receive his grace as a gracious father. He wants us to stop hoping that he does something and start expecting. Please hear me. He wants us to stop hoping. Oh God, oh, oh please, Lord, oh Lord. I don't know what I'm going to do. You don't know what you're going to do. You don't know what you're going to do. I will trust in the Lord. I will trust in. Let me hear you like a good Baptist church. I will trust in the Lord until I die. And uh, I will trust in the Lord. I will trust in the Lord. Oh, I will trust oh, in the know what you're going to do there's only one thing to do to trust God because he's a good father I gotta stop here I really want to go further but I want you to change how you pray and pray like you're talking to your father like you're talking to your daddy go before him in reverence but also go before him intimately father I thank you cause you're a good good father I thank you cause you always take care of me I thank you because your heart is toward me I thank you because you see me in everything I do you never divert your attention from me Thank you because you always look after me. Thank you because you got me in the hollow of your hand. Thank you 
because you walk alongside me. Thank you because you lead and guide me. Thank you because you cover me and protect me. I wish I had somebody who understood a father. Some of us don't understand what a father does because you never had a father because your father was absentee. But he's not like that daddy. He's not the daddy that brought you here and left you alone. He's the daddy that brought you here and has been with you every second of the way, every step that you take. He's the God that never leaves your side. Y'all don't hear what I'm telling you. He never sleeps and he never slumbers. He's always aware and he's always there. So somebody put your hands together and pray. Jesus said, when you pray, pray in this manner. The first thing that you do is not just acknowledge him as deity, but he said, when you pray, pray like this. In other words, this is what God wants to hear. This is how God wants you to approach him. Our Father. This is how God wants you to He doesn't want you to be standoffish and afraid. Yes, you will respect him as Father. Yeah, you will respect him. But he wants you to see him intimately. Our Father, which art in heaven, hallowed is your name. Let your kingdom come on earth and let your will be done on earth the way that it's done in heaven. You will take care of me on earth the way that you care for me in heaven. Father, give us this day our daily bread. He's a good father. He feeds you daily. Anybody? Give us this day daily bread you're a good good father it's who you are it's who you are it's who you are and I'm loved by you now it's who I am it's who I am it's who I am give us this day our daily bread Forgive us. Forgive us for not acting like you. Forgive us for forgetting how merciful you are to us. Forgive us our trespasses. 
as we forgive those who trespass against us. Father, we will follow you. Lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from all the evil of this world. You're good, good Father. It's who you are. And I'm loved by you. But deliver us from all evil. Hallelujah. So he is asking his children to approach him with intimacy. Approach him knowing his heart. Approach him like he is and he is your father. This is what the Lord laid on me today is that we have to see him as the one who's willing to give us what we need but he's also making us grow and some things he will hold back because he wants us to grow in faith. Every no is for a purpose. Every no is for us to grow up. Every no is for us to understand that it's not always going to go the way I want it. And he as a father will push us out of a nest and cause us to learn how to fly. He'll cause us to learn how to trust when we don't see him. Trust when we don't feel him and know that he's always there. Always there. I will use this, I will use this last analogy and then I will go home. I feel, I feel absolutely relieved that he sent this word. There are times when he is so close to us that we are totally secured as we go through life. And then there are times in life that we don't feel him. That we don't feel him. And God said it like this. He said, remember Donnie, when your daddy was teaching you on Silver Pine Drive in Amityville, teaching you how to ride that bike. He put you on the bicycle, took the training wheels off, and he ran alongside you and held the back seat and told you, pedal, pedal, keep pedaling, keep pedaling, don't stop pedaling. The first time. Daddy, teach me how to ride the bike. Come on, get on the bike, boy. Pedal, keep pedaling, pedal harder. Keep it steady. Next time. Come on, boy. Because I'm, I'm getting used to him holding the bike. I'm, am I making sense? I'm getting used to him holding the bike. There's no responsibility but him holding the bike. Come on, boy. Keep pedaling. Keep pedaling. Daddy. He's not holding the bike. But he's still watching. And when I turned around, I fell. 
He said, boy, why did you stop? You was doing it. Why did you stop? And that's what God is saying to us. You're doing it. I taught you. I raised you. I gave you instruction. I helped you. But I also empowered you. I don't hear anybody. But I also gave you power and authority. You are my child. You're supposed to have power. Bind it because I bound it. Loose it because I loose it. Tread upon the enemy because I've already conquered him. I am your father. Somebody praise God. Somebody praise him. Somebody praise him. That's right, that's right. I hear you over there. You're talking to your daddy now. You're talking to your benevolent father. You're talking to your daddy. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Abba. Abba. Abba is father. Abi is daddy. He loves us. He loves us. He loves us. He loves us.